When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Legends Lounge. I'm sure with us and with me today in the lounge, we have former Grover Cleveland Cavalier and USC <laughs> Trojan. He was a first round draft pick of the Washington Wizards, champion with the Golden State Warriors, current host of the On the Corner podcast. Swaggy P is in the house. Nick Young. First things first, thank you for joining us, man. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> now, I, I know you've been keeping up with the, the NBA. Did you watch the in-season tournament? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, it, was, it, it, turned out, it turned out to be okay. I liked it. At okay, you sound like, little, were you hesitant at first? Yeah, I was a little hesitant at first. I was a Why? little confused. I just I thought the whole tournament was gonna be in Vegas, you know. I, I and then it was confusing me how they were just playing in different areas. I, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot. But the final four in Vegas was a good showing. I like the way Indiana. It was like Indiana put Boston and Milwaukee out. They had some like thrilling moments, you know. Mm. Yeah. Now you are you. Still Lakers fan, aren't you? You grew up Lakers fan, for sure, for sure. Oh, Lakers fans. Okay, yeah. so so where does this? I ask you, where does this fit? Because I've seen some Lakers fans say, you know, it's not the banner, it's not the ultimate championship. Some say, you know, it's new tradition. You should still be trying to win it. Where where do you fall on that? Um, of course you should try to win it. I feel like uh, this is just another thing for for LeBron and for the haters to talk about. LeBron greatness, you know. Uh, I feel like they say LeBron don't take, don't have that killer mentality, that mumble mentality. But I think he showed it just, just to give. He kept talking about he won't five hundred. LeBron don't need no five hundred thousand. <laughs> but that was the motivation for him. So I feel like that, you know, that showed a little that 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 grit for him. Mm. Now I don't know if you saw uh, it was Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Yeah. Going back and forth recently about where LeBron falls in terms of current players. Where where do you stand on that? Where's LeBron right now? LeBron right now, uh, I would say he's number one. He's the goat. Best. I mean, like like current. Like you think he's still the best player in the league currently? Currently, uh, currently. No, no. But I still feel like he's carrying the league. Like his name still carries the NBA. It uh. Hmm. Like, but as the best player, no, 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 no. He's, but what he's doing is crazy at his age, you know. For me, be like the same age, and it's hard for me to get about the bed now. <laughs> he's out there dunking like, with, with ease. So, uh, that's amazing in itself. Who would you say best player, best couple players in the league right now, in your opinion? Best player, I would have to say um, Jason Taylor. Hmm. The JT. Um, but my favorite player is uh MJ Anthony Antwers and um Baby Jordan and, and 
out there uh, for the Timberwolves, and I like Bookham, David Book. I mean, Devin, yeah, D Book. Why, uh, why the Ant Man? Why uh, baby MJ, as you called him? Yeah. What, what do you love about Ant Man? Jordan, man, that's <laughs> Ant Man Jordan right there. Uh, it's just because his his game is not like the the game everybody else is doing. Everybody else is doing step back, step back, dribble, dribble, step back, and he got like this old school post you up Kobe type, you know, like mm. Kobe wasn't out there going twing, 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 step back. And I feel like everybody's falling in that trap and you don't see that that fadeaway, post you up fadeaway type stuff no more. Pump fake, pump fake, fadeaway. Like right. they do they do like the basics. So I think that's dope. Yeah, he's got like a like a power to his yeah. game. Just being like as strong <laughs> as he is that you just I feel like was definitely more prevalent back in you know the Mamba the the Jordan yeah. days you were saying yeah, for sure so uh, and I feel like kids these days need to watch him and, and Booker because coming mm. off screens is shooting uh, that's like that's rare now people don't do that everybody needs the ball in their hand to score nobody coming off screens and catching mm. and shooting like that no more. Is that the way you preferred to play? Like you prefer to have the ball in your hand a little more? Or you would have preferred to run off more screen. Uh, both, you know, <laughs> when it's my time to shine, you got to put that ball in my hand, you know, and I like to get in my bag, but you also need that, that it's hard to do it every play, every right. play telling somebody to get in their bag is right. tough. every single time somebody. over and over yeah. again. So you got to mix it up for sure. Yeah. So with the in season tournament, is that something you would have liked to have been a thing when you were playing? Oh man, for sure. I know they happy out there going to Vegas. Um during the season, you know, it's hard to get some, you know, them type of trips in, you know, and you don't have to go to like Cleveland and Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, would a so team I make knew it in Zion Vegas? And them wasn't gonna make it. I knew Zion and them wasn't gonna make it in, I, in Vegas. <laughs> how'd you how you know? You know, Zion Zion love, love the ladies, you know, so <laughs> And it's hard. It's hard to get out and have fun in New Orleans. People don't like to have fun in New Orleans. So. He seemed to be getting out and having some fun, though. He he seemed to be finding a way. Uh, yeah, he bringing them to New Orleans. See, he's, he's going to Vegas, you don't have to fly them out. You, they already there. So, right. you know. so do you think a team? It feels like a team will eventually be in Las Vegas. Are they going to survive? Like, is that a good idea? Is that a bad idea? What do you make of that? <laughs> I think it's, it's starting to happen. I think Vegas is starting to get that that basketball sports atmosphere feel. When I even when I went out there for the um, USC um, Legends versus Gazaka uh, event, mm. it was just I forgot Oregon was playing Washington in the Pac-12 championship. I'm like, everybody's out there with green and purple on. I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? So, but then you got sports betting now. It's, it's super big. Everybody think they the, the bet goat. Of course. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it's time, you know. And then the Raiders is already out there. And they kind of, they up and down, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean, they're bringing the baseball team. I don't know if you saw, they got like the F1. Feel like one by one, they get oh, everything out there. Yeah, they just had the F1 event. So it seems like they will have a 
a team soon. When you were playing, how how often would you get out to Vegas during the season? Um, when I was playing, I don't know. We couldn't take it during the season, but after the season, for sure, it's out there for well, Labor Day weekend, Memorial weekend, <laughs> the fights. You know, summer summer league. Any reason? Like, yeah, any reason just to get out there, but um. I feel like it was just fun looking at something different during the season, you know. And mm. I know the people that's the teammates that's not LeBron enjoyed that five hundred bonus. So, right, you know, you got people that's on two way contracts getting that. So right, they happy about that. How did do you think they can make you know that kind of intrigue a thing for the All Star game? Because people were hyped up for the end season tournament. It seemed like the players were going hard, the fans were going hard. Then we get to the All Star game, and it seemed like this. Not necessarily the, the case. So what – how do we fix that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> – for me, it got – you got to stop having it in in places like Cleveland and Indiana. And <laughs> That's the second time you don't you yeah, got on they, Cleveland they, and they, Indiana, they, man. I just can't. Right. You got to start having it in fun places where the, the energy is just better, I feel like. It's just like mm. people really want to come and – have fun and enjoy itself. I know certain cities need need the All Star Game to happen to, to generate money and stuff, but I feel like it, it just got to have a better environment. I know they trying whatever the pick your own team like they had LA Fitness or back. You don't like that? I think that that's cool. That's that's cool. I ain't gonna lie, it's better. It, it makes it a little better, but you know when you get out there, people just. These young cats, man, they, they don't take it serious out there. You so need somebody you like you need somebody to really talk trash and get you going. Somebody like you remember like KG and Jordan and mm-hmm. Kobe, like like they wanted to sh- to go against each other in All Star. So right, who do you see anybody in the league now that is that or who? Yeah, who's the like Draymond or who? Trying to think, of who else? Who could? Who else could be the instigator? We just bring him to instigate uh, at All Star Weekend. He loves Draymond, but Draymond is not an All Star type of right. somebody want to come see. He's not going to give you the All Star entertainment. Like Twenty five points a game, high flyer. Yeah, not that size, if you need somebody, LeBron. I mean, Draymond gonna go out there and make some good passes and rebounds. People not coming to All Star games to see see that, you know? right? Yeah, see him knock somebody out. Yeah, be right. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that bring him in, <laughs> bring him to do that. But now we need to just see. Like, I just remember watching like the live from KG to Kobe. It was crazy. Or AI, mm-hmm. team Mac off the backboard. Like I remember the uh, All Star Game van, like legendary. You know, so mm-hmm. I feel like you got to get back to that sometime somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you mentioned you you are a Lakers fan. What what do you think they need this season, or do they have enough? They got a good team. I mean, again, just won the end season tournament. They playing some good ball. What do you think they need? I, I don't know. That's kind of fool's gold, but you think so? I, I, I can't discredit my Lakers. They playing. You can never count LeBron and AD out, especially when AD playing like that. But it's tough when you got to go against Denver. You know. Beat beat somebody four times. It's easy to beat somebody once. Right. You gotta beat somebody four times. It's tough, and I feel like um, they're one piece away. I feel like one piece away. They need. Mm. But who? Who do you think? 
We got to get Zach Levine out here to L.A. <laughs> I mean, it's been the rumors. We it seems like, to LA. It seems like things that. are not going well for him in Chicago. Yeah. So you'd like to see Zach Levine out in L.A.? Well, that would be a – man, him and LeBron on a fast break, throwing lives to each other, he could catch and shoot, and also he could give you a bucket when you need it. So that's what I feel like they lacking, like that that person mm-hmm. that you could throw it to and he could, you know, give you a bucket. Right, so LeBron don't have to do everything. Yeah, for sure. So You think they'll do it? I mean, it's it's nice to speculate. You think they'll, you think they'll roll those dice, though? The thing is, is, I don't know, Chicago, I don't know if the Lakers going to give up Reeves for that. You can't give up Austin Reeves. it got to be somebody else. So. Who, I mean, you got to give something to get something, <laughs> though. You know what I mean? You can't give up Austin Reeves, though. Everybody He's untouchable. Else, yeah, yeah. Reeves, Anthony Davis, LeBron, untouchable. Everybody else you can give up. Anybody else could go. Yeah. Draft picks, all that could go. All that, all that. <laughs> <laughs> now let me see you are you a bears fan is that correct yes yeah how, how'd you california guy how'd you end up a bears fan um just my dad my mom and dad mm-hmm. from milwaukee and chicago so oh, true. that's all i knew growing up in the household but i am also uh you know i gotta support the rams now Cause they're in LA, you know. Of course, that's like a secondary team. I support LA, so. Okay, I was gonna say, does anybody support the Chargers? I feel like they don't have a whole lot of fan support out uh, there. For real. Uh, nah, they like the the Clippers <laughs> of, of the NFL. <laughs> like little brother. Little brother. <laughs> How do you overcome that, or can you? Um, I, you gotta. I don't know. I I really feel like. The Clippers have enough, but they had enough with um, PG and Kawhi, but they just never really got a chance to play together in the playoffs. Mm. So what do you think now they got Harden in there? Um, they're gonna be a, well now. They're starting to pick it up, but you don't want to mm. see that team in the playoffs. It's because any one of any given night, one of them guys could take over a game. So it, mm. uh, in the playoffs, I feel like they'll be more dangerous. But during the season, uh, they everybody's trying to get their stats. So, right. <laughs> so. Right. switch your gears a little bit. You mentioned yeah. you were just out in Vegas uh, yeah. with the legends for the USC versus Gonzaga. How was that? How was being out there? Uh, that was fun, you know. Uh, Definitely was, you know. I, I wish we would have won the game. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But you know, sitting next to Sam Perkins, you know, I was a Sonics fan, Dallas Strengths. That was like that was my favorite team growing up man, in basketball. Them and the Lakers, of course, but I was a big Sean Kemp and Gary Payton mm. fan. So I knew all about them, Hersey Hawkins. Uh, that was my team. So getting being able to just to sit next to them guys, that was that was like the highlight for me because I didn't never get a chance to play against them or play with them. So, mm. yeah. What do you think of the team so far? I know Bronny just made his debut. They got Isaiah Collier looking good. He's projected to be one of the top picks. So, what what do you think of the team so far? Uh, I feel like we, um, you know, they're young, but we gonna. Like another team, hopefully we get to the dance. Anything can happen when when you got a top 
you know, top three pick, you know, getting to the dance and getting hot at that moment. I feel like, you know, uh, they could do it, especially with uh, my guy. With, with, dang, I can't even think of his name right now. The point guard, Ellis. Ellis, Boogie. Mm. The Boogie. Mm. Boogie Ellis, yeah. Uh, the night I came, he had almost 30, so he could get he averaging like 20. So he could, they got one of the best backcourts in the in the nation right now. So mm. they just got to put it together. Mm. Now, you ever go back and, and run with the any of the USC guys, lace them up? Yeah, you know, I came back this year, you know, I, I wasn't prepared. I had my jean shorts on. I, had my, <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to get out there, you know, for, but you know, them guys is faster now. You know, yeah. fast. <laughs> I'm a four man now. You know, I'm a. <laughs> you got to play up a play up a position now. <laughs> yeah, I got to play four now. <laughs> now stepping back in, into your career, your California guy. Why did you pick USC? Why over UCLA? Over I know you had other offers, but why USC? Yeah. Um, just because I was like. I felt like I was like the underdog and USC got that same thing. It's like that clipper feel, you know, and I wanted mm -hmm. to try to change that. And when I got there, it was hot too, you know, uh, USC. I, I, one of my childhood, you know, memories is just looking at baby Jordan, hair Jordan, you know, from hair minor. Hair minor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, people forgot he, that's, that's the first baby Jordan. <laughs> so that's so what that, got you interested in USC. Yeah, that's got me wanting to go to USC. Yeah, I just felt like UCLA had too many people at the time at my position. I didn't know how yeah. all of us was gonna fit. They had Aaron Afalo, Josh Ship, Cedric Bozeman, Dijon Thompson, and I was like, "That's," and then we all played the same position. So yeah. I didn't see. I didn't feel like. Having to fight every day, I wanted to already have my, <laughs> have my, <laughs> have my. Uh, already have did my fighting. fighting. Like I want, yeah, I want some shots. Yeah. <laughs> too many, too many. There ain't enough balls. For me. Yeah, too many cooks yeah. in the kitchen. Yeah. I... But you get I'm the Henry. Get Bibby was... I'm trying. I'm trying to get to the lead. So. Right. <laughs> now Henry Bibby, that was the coach when you got there, right? Yeah. yeah. How many games? He wasn't there for long, was he? Two games, we got fired after my, the second game, you know, second or third game, we got fired for sure. So what's going through your head? Like, I I just got here. I imagine he's one of the reasons you picked that school. So what, what's going through your head? Oh, man, I was I was a little nervous because I didn't, you know, you hear the rumors about different coaches coming in, bringing their players. And, hmm. um, you know, Bibby was somebody that, was telling me good things for me to go there. You know, he was telling me I I had a chance to start and I I could do this and do that. And I didn't know how the new coach was going, you know, treat me. And, you know, and at them times, you couldn't transfer and play right away. You had to sit out a year. So right. that's, it was different. I feel like they owe NCAA owed us some money for that, you know. <laughs> how do you think you're right? Because you play, you stay three years? Yeah. How do you think that would have went now? Because, like you said, you could have transferred to another school, played immediately. You could have right. went pro. You could have, or before yeah. high school, you could have went, you know, G Man. League Ignite. You had so many yeah. options. <laughs> how, do you, how do you think it would have played out for you if you could walk um, through those, those footsteps again? 
Man, I would probably did like the G League or one of those. Mm. Uh, but I don't know. It's tough because I didn't back then. You know, I it took me a while to pass the SATs just to get there. It was a mm. lot of stress. I mean, I had NILs. We couldn't um, play overseas if you wanted to, or some guys even work out for a year and just go get drafted. Right. So it. These guys got more opportunities for sure. Yeah. Amen. Um, hey kudos to them. They could. <laughs> I remember them days where we had to eat Dale tacos. and guys could eat steaks now with the NIL deals. So. It's, it's a good thing, though, the way the game <laughs> is progressing. Yeah, yeah, it's a great thing. All, all that hard work going to school, studying, practice, tutoring, and we wasn't getting nothing. So. <laughs> Y'all just had to do it for the 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 love of the game, the hope Man. that something might come. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I feel like this, they should cut us a check just for that, you know. Some back pay. <laughs> Some back pay, for sure. <laughs> so you're at USC. When does the NBA feel like a realistic option for you? Um, really, I would say uh, my... Like I started knowing for sure it could really happen was my joint my sophomore year. In the middle of my sophomore year, I started seeing it. NBA scouts come in and you you know hit a little chatter and you see a name on a draft board, mm. you get a little hype. But you know it started off at like second round, like okay, at least I'm up there. But right. then you work harder to. You think if you work harder, you could go, you could probably get up there to lottery, you know, just just seeing your name makes you, you know, happy. I feel like I just start seeing more people come around, more scouts coming. Uh, people start being nicer to me, you know. You feel- <laughs> <laughs> That's when you knew you was real. It's like, oh, okay, I'm doing something right. Right, I'm doing something right. <laughs> so were you thinking about going pro after that sophomore year, before junior year? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh just because I've seen um, Trevor Ariza do it, you know, uh, and he left right after his, his freshman year. But it was it was rare to just take that leap, take that right. chance, because you hear all the naysayers and it, they don't say the positive. But all you hear is the negative. So uh, and my coach, Tim Floyd, convinced me to come back and, you know, uh, and it worked out for the best for sure. Mm. So what do you remember after you, you know, your junior year goes well, you decide to enter the draft. What do you remember about that, like the draft combine, the pre-draft process? Um, I just, dang, that was like, it just felt good because, you know, uh, you start seeing yourself around the players that you know going top picks, like being the one and twos, mm-hmm. like KDs and, Greg Owens, we we all in you all in the mix with them, and you just and this like a dream, like you dreamed of this, and now you hear around, you're talking to GMs, you're talking to coaches, you seeing them there with the boards, see scouts there with they taking notes, and it's real because you see mm-hmm. you going through drills and they telling you to do this, do that, do that. and you thinking, damn, okay, I can't mess up. Like, <laughs> But at the same time, you're excited, like, okay, this is really about to happen. You know, you work 
you worked for this and you've been thinking of this since I was since I was a kid and was finally here. So it's just, it's exciting for sure. Mm. So you get drafted, you end up in Washington. What would you say is your welcome to the NBA moment? <laughs> My welcome to the NBA moment was um, when I bought. You know, I bought my I bought a challenger. That's when the challenger just came out. It just hit the Dodge Challenger. Mm-hmm. And the SRT hooked up. It was matted out. It was fly. I brought it to the arena. I was showing it off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It look at me. And then the next day, Gil pulled up with two of them. <laughs> <laughs> just to throw it in my face. Just to, just like to, like... All right, little man. Like the shit's like all right, little. Right, that was cute. What you doing is cute. That was cute, but you know, know your place. (laughs) He did it. Like did he let you know? Like it was just like I'm doing this just for you. Like I didn't want this until you had. Yeah, I did this just for you. I thought he was gonna give them to me the way he was throwing them keys around. (laughs) Did he give them to you? Nah, nah, nah. He just (laughs) had them sitting there collecting dust. I used to. I was like, man, this is crazy. So, yeah, that was like my first, like, okay, this NBA is, this is the NBA. Right. They were just sitting there. I think he just bought them just for the, to be in the garage. Like, he never really, never drove You never saw him drive them. Never seen him drive them again. Just, uh, but they was there. They were just sitting there. But they were there. Yeah. They might still be there. Like, you don't know what, nobody knows what happened to these (laughs) these SRTs. They just still there. Still there. (laughs) When would you say you felt like you belonged in the NBA? Uh, oh, I would say uh, probably my fourth, fourth or third, third or fourth year. Uh, first year, uh, it was up and down. I had my good moments. I have, then I had moments where I was getting DMPs. Uh, you know, I think they were, yeah, coaches' decisions. Yeah, coaches' decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't playing so. Um, well, we just had to be there early in practice, and our our time was in practice where we had to play our scrimmage, and, you know. But I feel like my third year, uh, I started getting the hang of it. Things started clicking for me. I say the Drew League helped me. I was playing in the Drew League. I was playing everywhere, just playing basketball, and once the season came it was it was it started to get easy i feel like jr giddens i say i tell jr giddens and uh and then paul george came and they helped me because you know i played against them all summer they was like my defenders and mm. pg was one of the best defenders in there so we used to go head up every day <laughs> and that's what made you feel like okay now i'm i'm finally yeah. getting my footing in the yeah yeah for sure mm. yeah we had some battles. We just played one on one. Who else? Yeah, who else was out there in those Drew League uh, games? Well, uh, Danny Granger. We had uh, playing against them guys. Uh, Danny PG. It was Danny PG. Reggie. Uh, Reggie. Uh, uh, I forgot. It was a lot of us though. But we used to just go at it every day. It was boot camp, and then from from the gym, we'll play on the weekends, playing the Drew League on the weekends, and then we'll play in the adult league at 
in in the neighborhood. So it was just constantly basketball, basketball. So um, I feel like that just that got me better, just playing, playing every day. So did the team know about that? I feel like now you'd hear about a team that maybe they shut a guy down. They don't want him playing as much. He yeah. might get hurt or all that. So was the team aware you were playing as much? Uh, a little bit, but it wasn't. At first, it was like you know they didn't want it. They didn't want you to do that type. It was frowned upon. Now it's like they want want to see videos of you practicing, videos of mm-hmm. you working. So it's, the times have definitely changed. Definitely mm-hmm. changed. Like every you can't go to a gym now that don't have a camera. So <laughs> is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? How do you feel about that? Uh, now it's working for people now, so it's it's a good thing, mm-hmm. but. I remember I was in the era where they didn't want cameras in the in the locker. I mean, in the gym when you was playing at UCLA. Right so now, it's, they they got them everywhere. So right, so, uh, different times. You know, Instagram. <laughs> everybody, you know, Instagram, social media is is, is the thing now. So. Right. Now you, you mentioned <laughs> playing with Gil. What was it like getting there? Because the whole, like the the Gilbert, the Javaris Crittenden, and you were on that team, right? <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah, sure. what what do you remember? All these years later, what do you remember about that incident? Uh, I tell Gil, I caught Gil at his I don't care moments, uh, you know, because he was hurt, probably mm-hmm. down, and you know, he just wasn't the Gil that I knew before working out every day in the gym getting up a thousand shots he was just bored bored gill with money so uh <laughs> <laughs> he was bored gill with money so i called him at that moment and, and i remember that it was just gill playing around being funny that turned something serious mm. yeah when did you all realize it's like okay this is serious and this is gonna be like people suspensions like punishments <laughs> will be issued when did you all realize that um, it was during the Philly, the, before the game, I guess the 76ers, we was in a huddle, it was doing our huddle, and Gil did the, the gun point, he pointed the guns at us, and we all fell, some of us fell like we got shot, but then we ended up getting fined, like $50,000 for that. You got fined for it? I got fined for just falling. That's <laughs> Did Gil pay that? Did you t- did you send that invoice to Gil? Right, I still need that, but nah. <laughs> it came out my check. It was me. Javel got fined. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was on t- that team with the Wizards is just that Wizard era was crazy. Who else? Yeah, who else was on that team? I know it was some some characters. Javel McGee, Andre Blatch, um, Karan. Deshaun Stevenson, yeah, we had a team. I remember, yeah, I remember our first playoffs with Deshaun when Le- uh, Jay Z made the song dissing um, Deshaun Stevenson. Mm-hmm. He was talking about LeBron James. Oh man, it was crazy. Yeah, so it was Soldier Boy versus Jay Z. That's how. <laughs> I remember. So, were, were, yeah, were y'all playing both songs in the locker room? Was y'all playing the? Uh... He was trying to get hyped off Soldier Boy. Nothing against Soldier Boy, but LeBron had Jay Z 
Right. We had Soldier Boy in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what could y'all do, though? Like you said, they had Chase. What could y'all do? What was y'all supposed but, to do? Right. We didn't have a chance, man. We didn't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so after Washington, you get traded to the Clippers? Yes, I got traded to the Clippers, yeah. What do you remember about that? Um, it, That was fun just because uh, I got a chance to actually be on a team that had a chance that winning. It was, it was a different environment, better environment. Uh, and I was back home, too, for mm. sure. Uh, so, like, getting there, I was like, dang, they get breakfast before they get lunch after. Uh, you didn't get that in Washington? Yeah, I didn't get that in Washington. I was like, man, <laughs> this is different, you know. Uh, the Clippers were the step up at the time? Like, yeah, Clippers were the step up at the time. Because, remember, they was live city. We had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. They were starting to, you know, make a change. They started changing. So, um, yeah, and then we went to the playoffs. I was a part of the comeback from down twenty three, so it, it, it was it was it was a good change for me. Mm. Yeah. You go to the Lakers from there or Philly from there? Philly, I went to Philly. I should have stayed on the West Coast. Uh, Why? Philly was another. Philly just it was different. It was, I went different back house. to I went back to the. Uh, Back to the projects, you know. I was, I was in the mansion back in LA, then I went back to the back to the hood. You know? We the practice facility was at like a LA fitness you know? for the Sixers. Yeah, with the, we had to share a practice facility with a college. It was it was different. It was crazy. That was just one year though, right? Yeah, yeah. You said, "Give me back to the West Coast." Yeah, take me back home. <laughs> So how was how was that going back home this time going to the Lakers? Uh, it just felt different. You 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 could feel the the difference in like the big brother, the basement, and the the penthouse. You could feel the difference. Mm-hmm. Like just hang. I remember we went to China the, my first year, and just how everybody was waiting for Kobe, like it was Michael Jackson out there. I'm like, damn, they was lined up. Cameras everywhere, and everywhere we went, it was just the Lakers in town, you know. Mm. So you could feel that, like, when you go somewhere, people almost then they got more Lakers jerseys on than with than their home team jerseys. So mm. yeah, it's a different, it's a different feel for sure. For sure. You mentioned the Mamba mentality. We're talking about LeBron earlier. Yeah. Give me, give me a good Mamba a practice story or something. Give me a Mamba <laughs> story. Oh man, well, um, probably just the practice where he went crazy and was called a soft like Sherman. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he had lost, I think, two or three in a row. And Kobe just came in there out of nowhere from the start, which is talking, talking trash. So you knew He's, from the jump this was going to be a different yeah, practice. Yeah. It, this was a jump ball day. It wasn't even go over plays. It was your team against my team. Just throw it up and just play. And Kobe, I remember Jeremy Land just—he got ripped at a half court. Kobe just was. I told you he ain't ready. I told you. I told you he ain't ready. 
cooking and just just talking and all the whole game. I just how am I supposed to get better with playing with y'all? How am I supposed to get player better playing with a team like this? I said, well, you can't say stuff like that, <laughs> right? <laughs> At the end of the day, that's very hurtful. You, yeah, you can't you can't disrespect me like that. So I started talking back, and it was just fun. It was a fun moment. Then the next game, I think we went out, and that's when we beat the Spurs. We beat the Spurs. Mm. It was a good day, though. It was a good day. I think that changed Jeremy Lin, though, for for the whole season after that practice. For better or for worse? Uh, I think for better, for better, for sure, for better, for sure. I mm. think it's it, just seeing somebody that. You know, he and I think year 18 going on that hard in practice, trying to motivate the team any way you can, you know, uh, you know that, that kind of got us going. Mm, for sure. Now, recently you signed in to play in an Asian League tournament, ended up getting canceled, but you were signed on to play. How, how did that come about? Uh, You know, I just still be wanting to get – Get on the floor a little bit. Still be having that um, the the itch just to play. So still I still looking to play. play. Yeah, I'll be playing in the YMCA leagues around here. I, <laughs> I'm like the, I'm, the, I'm LeBron at my uh, in my adult leagues out here. You know, <laughs> dominating, dominating that. And you know, I'm playing this now. I'll be playing in the 35 and older leagues. You know, so <laughs> how often do y'all play? Uh, like once or twice a week, sometimes you know. I'm, I'm, I try to just follow. I try to stay in shape. Still, I still like to look good in clothes and stuff. <laughs> Find myself getting a uh, getting a weight. My jaw start getting fat and stuff. So, <laughs> so I got I got to get some run in. Yeah, I got to get some run in. You know. <laughs> uh, bitch. Also, you started the podcast recently. What what got you into that space? Uh, just cause, you know, just talking sports, want to get out there and talk it. I feel like, uh, the position I had out there on the, on the floor, we don't really talk about the other guys that much. So that's why I like to talk about my, my corner dudes, you know, cause we go through a hard, hard struggles. You know, we got to do all the dirty work and talk about it. Yeah. Tell them about the it. We got to pay the way for the stars to, uh, to get to the, you know, to be the stars, you know. <laughs> you got guys that take charges and get elbows and got to guard the best player, you know. And you got to get him some, some shine sometimes. You need some courage. You need some respect. <laughs> yeah. It needs some respect. It's hard, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know the other guys get all the blame sometimes. Right. So you're trying to give them some 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 hype for some yeah, pub for good news. Yeah, show them some love. Give them some love. For they, I feel that. <laughs> What's next for Nick Young? Um, you know, I'm probably just do something. Probably broadcasting. I'm gonna try to get into coaching. Mm. Do something. I'm just you know something around basketball and sports for sure. You think like middle school, high school, college? What, uh, what level you think you would like to coach at? You know, I'll probably just start off at high school because my son is getting older now, uh, and he's starting to love basketball. He just—I didn't want to be the dad to just push basketball on him, so I was waiting till he found it. Now he just want to work out and want to 
learn stuff and he asks me questions all the time. So I would love to coach him and, uh, in high school for sure. Mm. It'd be dope to do it at probably my old my old high school. Mm. Yeah. Y'all play one on one yet or you you don't want to give him those type of problems? Uh, he ain't ready for that. He's never... <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm posting up now, you know. Okay. You playing a physical game. Yeah. <laughs> that last question. I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, I don't want to hurt him. And I don't want to hurt his feelings. You know, he feel like he's good now. You know, so I want to keep his confidence up. I was like, yeah. Next time we talk, it'll be a couple years. He'll he'll hit that growth spurt. At, yeah. Uh, yeah. He'll be that's talking about taking it easy on you. Yeah, yeah that's when it get real. <laughs> Last question that uh, we'll let you out here. We appreciate your time. What's something that Nick now would tell 18-year-old Nick? Oh, uh, 18, I would say uh, that's a good one. I don't know. I'll probably just tell him uh, to keep working pretty much. Um, I would have told him to stay away from Gil for sure. <laughs> and, uh, I would probably tell my agents to let my agent to let the Wizards skip me for sure. <laughs> just go to a different team. Just start up. Go holding another team. Yeah. <laughs> That's real though. Sometimes yeah. you you have that hindsight uh, of knowing different <laughs> things that you did not know at the time. Man. <laughs> my man, Nicky Hunk. Thank you so much for stopping by the lounge, man. No, I appreciate you, man. This is dope. This is dope. Keep doing no. it. Appreciate you. You got an open seat anytime, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. All right, big dog. Appreciate you. Peace. <laughs> right. Thank everybody for stopping by the Legends Lounge, brought to you by the National Basketball Retired Players Association. Give us a follow on Twitter at NBA Legends Lounge, and be sure to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcast. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.